favorite musical because we're recording this on june 4th so we're four days into the gayest month of the year and so we have our gayest question so far so favorite musicals anyone you want to go first pretty gay yeah i I still need to think yeah Yeah, sure sure um so i recognize how problematic the musical is Mm. upon viewing it now as an adult but it holds a lot of nostalgic value for me uh seven brides for seven brothers oh. which is not a very popular musical i don't think um i forgot it was a musical yeah it's i really liked it as a kid i had the vhs that i watched over and over again i sound like i'm from like the 80s or something it's, <laughs> it's just your parents right? yeah my parents are <laughs> just old um yeah not that the 80s is old yeah no my TV they were had a, people when they were in the 80s yes yes my my parents uh my tv had a vhs thing built into it so it's just very old Same. but yeah There's so it's, of it's based yeah. off of the the rape of the sabine um so not the greatest of seven men kidnapped six women because one of them's already married at the time and they all want wives yeah and they all want wives and it's not good it's not a great moral at all but the dancing's really good it's and like, i like the, the costumes, costumes are good. Good. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, really yeah it's and i, I just the watch men's it singing parts are good and like i feel like in some musicals the men singing parts always kind of like also musicals are generally yeah not great not great but great yeah so that's yeah that's my favorite musical seven brides for seven brothers it's starring who is it howard keel and who's the lady I can't remember. I remember at the time. Some old bitch. Yeah. Some old bitch. All right. I'll go next. Um, It's Evelyn. Hello. Uh, And as cliche as it is, I would have to say that my favorite musical is probably The Sound of Music. But the actual musical or the movie? Uh, I would say the movie. So I did, like, expand it a little bit just Mm. because I'm like, what the fuck is my favorite musical? Mm. So, yeah, the movie version... Oh yeah, mine's the movie version. The Sound of Music. Um, It's fucking amazing. It became even more amazing when we watched it on Shrooms. When I watched it on Shrooms. The pasta, of course. Um, And... (laughs) Mushroom ravioli. (laughs) And it remains the most glorious, beautiful... beautiful. It makes me want to be a nun. (laughs) I love it so much. I... I hate how much I love it. I feel like a fucking 60-year-old woman. It's so easy to remember. And it, everyone, everyone loves it. I know. It's so but I'm still just like... It really was so pretty. Oh, God. It's, it's so gorgeous. Pretty. 
Julie Andrews. She's so talented. It the was hair. Jane The Powell, costumes. Anyone the, oh my god, it's too much. The, the lady. Yeah. Once Jane again, n- not great. Like, not plot-wise, but like. I mean, he's a lot older than her. Yes, and, yeah. I mean, sure. And also, like, yeah, all those like kids. Yeah, is like the oldest daughter, like, just a few years younger than her? I think she's 16. And the other one's, like, and she's 19. like 18 or 19. Yeah, yeah. that's too close. Oh, uh, I forget that she's 18 or 19. In my mind, she's like 22. Yeah. Which is no, like, but still. I mean, like, slightly better. I know, it's but, not great, but slightly better. Yeah, generally, musicals aren't <laughs> good. Oh, but <laughs> All right. All right, keep it up. Three for three. Oh, yeah. Problematic musical fave. Um, mine are gonna be some. Pr- okay, I can't narrow it down to one. I was gonna say this is a very I, difficult I question, like and Little also Shop of Horrors. rude. Oh, that's oh, very Little gay. Shop of Horrors is really good. Um, I like. Oh no. Oh, I like uh, the Adams Family musical because it was I the first musical I did in high school. I love that. And yeah, I saw the Evil I, Dead. The I musical. hand sewed a lot of fun. the costumes for the chorus. The chorus were the dead relatives of the Adams's family. And I just remember that it was a, it was a great experience. But um, I'm really adding myself here. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so theater. Game. I like yeah I like Little Shop of Horrors because you know suddenly Seymour and I like Adam's family and I'm pretty sure probably my top. There's probably others I can't even think of. I like Rocky you know Horror Picture Show. I will go back into my youth as you'll have. Mm-hmm. This isn't really a musical, but I think it it's still. Falls under the thing of the musical, the the Barbie version of the Nutcracker. <laughs> I love Barbie Swan Lake, Barbie and the Twelve Dangerous Princesses. It's like barely even Gwen, a musical. Barbie Princess because and the Popper. They, they sing. Gwen, the grown ups are talking. <laughs> the Barbie Nutcracker, Nutcracker movie it's was so fucking good. amazing. So I had it on DVD. I have My sister and I watched it. And I watched it every Christmas. And as a staunch tomboy at that age, even I was like, I can't, I fucking love this bitch. It's I love beautiful. this. Barbie Mariposa. Barbie Mariposa's pretty good. <laughs> I think that's the first doll I had. That, I, I, I loved those I movies. was a Bratz doll bitch. But I did also have some collectible Barbies. I had a collectible Barbie that, I think it was like one of the... I'm what is it? My, my, my mom was just like, oh, like, these will these will be worth a lot of money. Yeah, my dad had like two. And one was like this like... I don't even know. She was. I don't know if she was supposed to be someone, but she was like dark skin and she was in a wedding dress. I don't know what her deal was. Uh huh. She was beautiful. <laughs> nice. I fucking love dolls. They're pretty great. I just like that you could dress them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like <laughs> I know that's like dressing whole, things up is the best part yeah. of any experience, any video game, yeah. any. So uh, I play Sims. I feel like this yeah. isn't even like a girly thing. I curate like a, every single Sims wardrobe completely. People <laughs> good. Who, like why wouldn't you? That's <laughs> fair. And I'm just like, man, I feel left out. They both have rainbow eyeshadow on. And oh, yeah. I we had, do not. Yeah, we had a rainbow theme today at, at work. work. Yeah. We work at a pretty, I don't, I don't like a like a liberal kind of place of work. So they like to do theme days. And during Pride, our general manager likes to go all out. He's not, I don't know if he's gay. But he does like gays. Mm. Like, literally everyone we work with is a lesbian. It's pretty great. I was just thinking about that today. Literally like everyone we work with is a lesbian in some capacity. Yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah, let's move on to insane asylums. Yeah. Um, so the two main ones are actually Texas based. Oh shit! Oh, Not close exciting. to here, right? No, one of them's uh, Austin, oh, and the other is San Antonio State Hospital. Shut the oh, fuck shit. Yeah. up. I was like, when it I, to be a major city, wouldn't it? Yeah. Do they have insane asylums and mental health places in small towns? 
Um, I doubt it, unless it was like a specialty center for something, and right, they right, right. And wanted like it space. in the middle of nowhere, yeah, right. like a ranch. Super random. When I was when I was younger, and I didn't want to be scared of something. I would be like, oh, I can watch that scary thing as long as it happened nowhere near me. <laughs> I could be like, well, that didn't happen here. And somehow my child brain was like, that is enough to feel safe. Damn. It's dumb. <laughs> yeah. So I got a lot of this information from the Texas State uh, Historical Association mm-hmm. handbook online. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, I'd just like to say, I'm sorry, Gwen, but... I'm going to be eating these Takis again. So if you hear crunching and munching, it is me again. So I'm sorry. We will have a falling out with Macy soon. Yeah. So stay tuned about that. Yeah. She'll just stop <laughs> hearing from me and my Taki crunching. Yeah, we won't acknowledge it. <laughs> we'll just, just replace them off. with Caitlin or something. Yeah. Or Audrey. That'd be or pretty Audrey. easy. Or maybe a, a We don't even have to tell Oh anyone. my god. You should replace me with Mason. Just an unnamed, we an unnamed person. You could call him as like a yeah. We just don't acknowledge that the person's just, wait, changed. I can start doing a country accent. It'll be a smoother exchange. What do you think? I don't think you could do Mason's accent. Give don't me Tibby. Give me a second. What? I can hear Tibby crying. Oh, I was like, I don't think you could replace me with my cat. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. That would be pretty funny. That would be hilarious. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. We got your information from a total credible source. Texas. <laughs> yeah, some of it. Like the, the background facts and shit. But the ghost shit I got from ghostcitytours.com. Oh, and they are 100% yeah. accurate. We back them. With also, <laughs> for, the so much sash, for the San Antonio State Hospital one, I have personal experiences from a person that all of us know in person. Oh. Are you going to say their name? No. They're, they wish to remain anonymous, but that is totally From fine. us, too? I mean, uh, yeah, but we're recording right now. No, I know, but if you tell us <coughs> later. Yeah, I'll tell you later. Okay. later. I, I don't think Will you mouth care. it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to? Writing down on a piece of paper. <laughs> yes, but you have to not make any sounds. Wait, I feel like we can do this later. Yeah, it's fine. Later. We're getting derailed. Hold on a second. We, I don't Probably think so. Not. I don't think so either. What, who who, who listens to us? No one listens to Literally us. Literally no one. Audrey? Us. Actually? <laughs> actually. Oscar, maybe. Not Sean, that's for sure. You can't get past the first episode. Yeah, right? stuck on the first episode, you bitch. It's not even the best He episode. won't even get to this. He won't even, he won't even hear this. Up. It's fine. Maybe whenever he lives by himself, he'll be so lonely that he'll put it on. <laughs> In like the background. So it just sounds like we're talking in another room. <laughs> that sounds really sad. <laughs> it's like you, when you I leave something on for your dog when you leave. You're supposed to leave on, like, the cooking channel because mm-hmm. most of the time they're, like, giving critiques in a relatively monotone oh my God, voice I or praising. We're so distracted today. Let's get into a scene. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, are, I didn't know we were recording again. Damn it. That's funny. No, I mean, I, I like having some banter. Yeah, yeah. No, ban- no banter works, definitely. I was talking about how sad Sean's going to be without us, though. It's funny. We can edit that out. He's never going to get to it. We already established that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and I can edit. I can just always cut out anything we don't want anyway, so yeah. it's not a big deal. We Make- leave all this in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Make me sound smart, Gwen. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Tall task. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Right. Um, Austin State Hospital was originally called the State Lunatic Asylum, which is such a... Is that their official name? Like, they bought letters for it and everything? State I mean, Lunatic? I mean, I don't, was it like they probably name? painted letters back then. It was established in 1856. Ah. Um, so, yeah, it was called the State... 1856? Holy yeah. fuck. Uh, it is the oldest hospital for the care of the mentally ill in Texas. I was about to say. It opened in May 19... 19. Goodness gracious. 1861 
with 12 patients. In the beginning of treating mental illnesses with asylums, uh, like collecting a bunch of mentally ill people together and treating them all in the same place, that arose from a belief that you needed to provide the mentally ill with an ideal environment for care. So that they they had the perfect environment for which, from which uh, healing could spring and yeah. they could become quote-unquote normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were, hospitals of this kind were designed to be self-sufficient. So um, in this case, they um, had pers- a routine of precise work, exercise, and activity. Highly functional patients could occasionally join the hospital staff, which is crazy. Can you imagine that now? I was about to say, uh, whenever you said self-sufficient, I thought that's what you meant. Yeah, I mean, which so is, it's it kind of the case, but also they provided their own food. Um, they would do their own laundry. They would do the cleaning of the hospital. Um, so, which is, I mean, it can be good, you know, if Wait, you're trying the to The people provide. employed there and people held there? People held there to keep them busy. Alright. And also because they couldn't just have a few people be the custodians because it's such a huge place with so many people in it. Honestly, you need to be cleaning, like, constantly, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And they um, also established a state dairy farm in 1942, and it was... I feel like I heard about that. Yeah, it was to provide milk and meat for Texas mental institutions. So this was so big in 1942 that they had to have state dairy farms to provide milk and meat for Texas mental institutions, which is pretty weird. Crazy. They need milk and meat that badly? Yeah, I mean, they need... (laughs) They're just feeding these people, like, raw beef and whole milk. Same. (laughs) Uh, In 1945, it was recorded recorded that about 25 to 30 of the patients from the Austin State Hospital worked as unplayed laborers for this farm that's what it sounds like um do they did sorry do you know if they would sell or provide things like the meat and dairy for like outside of the hospital i don't think so because um i think it was specifically for the texas mental mental institutions right um but i know in other places other ones did yeah they they would provide stuff i mean it's like I mean, it's already fucked up, but for you to literally, like, it's free labor, but then free labor that they're then profiting off of. Yeah, and it's, you know, it would be better, I guess. You know, unpaid labor is not great, but if they provided them with an adequate space to live and with the treatment they wanted, then exchanging that for labor that doesn't hurt them physically, you know, is, I don't see if... I would take that deal if I had nothing. Right. If I needed to. If I needed if I to get needed that help, like a safe space. Yeah. If I needed to get that help, that's yeah. a deal I would definitely take. Right. I feel, um, but that's not what happened because yeah, they would scared. overcrowd and mm-hmm. were not able to take care of the patients like they needed to. Right. Um, but they also did some things like uh, playing sports. They really liked baseball. I mean, it's Texas. I feel like Texas is a real baseball-heavy state. I don't know. I feel like everyone in Texas plays every sport for no reason. But I've never really been in other states, so. That's true. Um, And they would do dances and have movie nights and would do musical therapy sessions. So that's, it's really nice. Um, They, I mean, it's not nice. So you were talking about, like, the conditions and then you're like, it's not, no. (laughs) The thought, the thought is nice. Yeah. 
No, exactly. The like, intentions if, were there, but they probably weren't funded very if, well. Yeah, yes. if it had worked, exactly. it would have worked. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so on to some of the creepy stuff. Oh, yay. Good. <clears throat> this is what Wait, I'm here for. Creepy like supernatural, creepy like people. Doing Both. Both. Let's see it. That's a good point. Yeah. I just want to be prepared. I know. I'm excited. Yeah. So originally, uh, patients were buried on the hospital grounds. Ooh, that's And fun. sometimes... Wait, did... By people who were there? I was going to say, did they bury their own? Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. uh, it might have been just... But it was only if their bodies weren't claimed by their families, oh, which see, see. could happen quite often. Because a lot of the right. mentally ill were poor, and that's why they couldn't afford private treatment. Right. Yeah. Um, and also, like, a lot of the time, like, you're put there and your family just kind of casts you off. Yeah. Like, yeah, like the point of taking Rose you. Kennedy. Sure. They lobotomized her. It's real sad. They did oh, a lot God. of lobo- lobotomies here. Yeah. Um, I will never understand why people are like, yeah, lobotomy. Yeah, I'm just gonna fuck with the brain. Let me just poke around in there. See let me happens. just let me just let me just poke around a little bit. Let with just, something that isn't like brain size. Let me just scramble. Like, like yeah, no, nah, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't the eye. Think about it. Yeah, nasty, nasty, nasty. Not that I'm a doctor. Anymore, <coughs> that sounds stupid. <laughs> but they ran out of room. There were so many people buried there that they ran out of room Holy in the shit. cemetery. Jesus Christ. Well, at least the, well, how big the, was the land. Cemetery? Yeah, the land allotted to them. Yeah, I was for gonna the say cemetery. also they've been I'm open not since sure. 18, it doesn't whatever. say how how large it was. But they ran out of room, and they had to find a place to bury all of the dead people. Mm-hmm. So they uh, why procured... are people dying? Have you, uh, whatever. Okay. Why are people dying? <laughs> people I die mean, sometimes. I know Macy. people I, die. No, like, are you asking like if there's like murders and shit, or if like plagues? Well, I was just like, is this an like normal amount of people dying? Probably or, not. Or did they just really just like run out of space? Yeah, I think they just like really ran out of space. I'm sure that there were you know people who got hurt in bad ways or like got murdered or something but mm-hmm. it doesn't go into specifics but they p- procured some land that was only a few miles away so it's real close which is good i guess so less amount of time you have to carry a body the better i suppose um but it is the site of the current austin state hospital cemetery so the bodies buried on site at the hospital were supposed to have been dug up and moved to the new site. Um, oh my god, I think you've told me about this before. I don't think I've told you about this one because this happens to a lot of places. Okay, okay, sorry. But they're pretty sure that there are still bodies on the ground today mm-hmm. because it pro- it was not done very well. It was done real haphazardly. Mm-hmm. So they think that they, yeah, probably are still bodies in the hospital grounds proper. <clears throat> and people still have picnics on the asylum or like they would have picnics on the asylum grounds. And I think it's still operating today. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, I mean, people today could still mm-hmm. possibly be walking over bodies that they don't know about. Yes, Missy? Nice. Sorry, I was laughing at something else. I'm sorry, I was distracted. Yeah. <laughs> Full disclosure, I've had, like, three shots. You bitch. I'm sorry. You stupid bitch. Oh you didn't bring God. me one? I told you. I drank I want to kill I... you. I told you. Wow. You... Macy hates me. That's you true. heard it here first. So, one of the <laughs> first patients to be buried at the cemetery was John Neely Bryan, a founder of Dallas, Texas. He helped- What? A, yeah. That motherfucker. Of Dallas, Texas. Yeah, the founder. He's one of the founders. 
Sorry, full disclosure, again. <laughs> I'm from San Antonio, and for some unknown reason, except for the fact they know that it's awful, everyone I know from San Antonio, including myself, hates Dallas. Wow. And I'm I literally don't alienate I'm any like, listeners I'm from like Dallas. I'm like 12, maybe 13 generations from Texas on my my dad's mom's side, and they're all from the like outside of Dallas. So I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, I'm okay. not from Texas, so I don't feel comfortable shitting on them. No, fuck but Dallas. If it was some someone from my home state, I I I'd probably feel that way. But also go Cowboys. <laughs> if we talk about sports one more fucking time, okay. I'm sorry, Gwen. Continue. I'm, I got distracted. Uh, so John Neely Bryan helped establish Dallas's city uh, by promoting deeds of land and selling land parcels for a dollar. That really is crazy that people just came into Texas and they and were just like, took look shit. at all this land it's that one of no the, one's yeah. living on. <laughs> no one at all. And then the Native Americans wave. Hello. Just, no, they're just like sitting in the background. <sighs> So sad. In their homes on said land. Yeah. Um, so a lot of schools, hospitals, buildings, blah, 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 are all named after him in Dallas. So, and his cabin is one of the city's main tourist attractions. I feel like that's not gotta be not true. Who the fuck cares about this one guy's cabin? Yeah, I've never heard about him. But also, knowing... I mean, you've been to San Antonio. The Alamo. Oh my god, I was gonna say the Alamo. I literally grew up on the outskirts of San Antonio, and they just recently, like in my lifetime, got rid of this old-ass farm and turned it... Or like farmhouse and turned it into a restaurant. And I... They're literally... They're historical sites all over the fucking place. Yeah. Because they just love to leave old-ass buildings up and be like, oh... Blah, blah, blah. Generations of families lived in that house. Fuck off. <laughs> now come and eat our overpriced food. Interesting. It is a good restaurant now. <laughs> but. It's, it used to be, is it like a steak place? Mm. It's like a chicken fried steak oh. But he was quite mentally ill. I believe it. And was what? an alcoholic. He's in an insane asylum. Neely Bryan. He's in, yeah. And so wait, so wait, wait, wait. insane asylum, we're just using like. Like colloquially, he yeah. founded yeah, Dallas we, and then went to this Austin Santa Fe. Yeah, and it, since it was the only one at the time in Texas, right. or the biggest one, right. um, his family committed him to the asylum in 1877. Wow! And then he died uh, at the hospital later that year. <laughs> and there's no How record. How old is he? I'm sorry, I'm not sure. I what, mean, what's the math? 1877. When, was was he when born? he died, I have no idea. Oh, when I, he can was born. I can look it up. I can look it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm invested. Okay. 1877. So, I mean, it, he was at least in his 40s, I'm guessing. That's so early to die. Like, at least. I would say, like, 60s is my guess. Anyways. Um, there's no record on <coughs> it as to if he was sent to Dallas for burial. He was mm-hmm. 67. I was... Oh, wow. That was my yeah, last guess. So 60. Good job. Good job, Gwen. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a gravestone in the cemetery dedicated to him, so it's possible that his corpse is still on the state hospital grounds. So, it's pretty cool. (laughs) Lots of patients and staff have stated that it's haunted. Although, it's unconfirmed, obviously. I don't think there has ever been, like, a confirmed ghost sighting, right? I don't think so. Like, can you... 
you can't. I don't know. I feel like can if anyone ever confirmed it, it, it would be the biggest discovery in all yeah, of humanity. Yeah, I was going to say, I can, yeah. If no, you could contact no someone is. who was dead, that would I be mean, the biggest discovery in all of humanity. That's, I guess. I just feel to like. To date, what would be better than that? There's like no way to confirm it, though. Yeah. That's what, yeah. There's I'm just no saying, yeah, no. Because unless you get a fucking like ghost materializing it. on film. Well, even, I feel like even then, like, people will do, like, the voices or, like, the EMF or whatever thingy. Yeah. And I feel like. To me, that's kind of proof enough for myself because I'm like that shit's crazy. And I feel like that's proof for me. Okay, but one of like the questions someday was gonna be, "Do you believe in ghosts?" But I'll just ask you guys now: Do you believe in ghosts? That's a great question. I feel like I don't. It's not like the traditional sense of ghosts, but I do believe, um, like, not to be a fucking energies person. I was gonna say, but like, whenever there's a lot of like negative energy in one place, I feel like it's very easy to be like. Wow, there's a lot of negative energy in this place. Yeah, I. Like, it's like easy to pick up. I don't yeah. believe. I don't, I don't know. believe I don't in think ghosts, about it. but I'm not gonna fuck with. I that. guess. But if you've oh. been in a place where it's like, I'm you're not like, gonna. I'm not gonna Ouija board. Is, is I, creepy as hell. I don't and really want to go like, stay oh, yeah, in a place. Died here. And then you're like, all right, that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna go stay at a haunted hotel, especially not by myself. Maybe if I had someone with me. I but... don't believe in it, but I respect it, okay? Uh-huh. I'm not gonna fuck with... I don't think that they're, like, cognizant or anything, but I do think... Oh. I don't know. I have had some... I, I don't think Encounters. I've... I don't think I've ever air had quotes, really... Air quotes, air quotes, myself. So Encounters, but mostly because I... Even if for some strange reason I saw something or whatever, I'm a dumb bitch, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I made that up. Okay, cool. Moving on. Never think about it again. Yeah. But I did have one of my uh, teachers in high school uh, who was like, a, he was one of my science teacher. It was like environmental science. Uh, and he would say, he's like, oh yeah, I totally believe in ghosts. And he mm-hmm. was just like, he literally broke, he was like, oh, I'm going to break it down to a science. And just, it's like, wh- what do you learn in science that you can't destroy energy or whatever? And right. it's just like, so when you die, like, where your energy just goes somewhere else, it, it doesn't leave. Right, it's, it's not suddenly gone. Right. Uh, so it, and he's just like, it's not like they're going around, like you said, like fucking poltergeisting people. <laughs> I do believe in poltergeists, but uh, sorry, whatever. Yeah, there's, 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 <laughs> I feel like we could do a, like a bonus episode on that whole discussion. Oh, yeah. But oh, bonus episodes! It's gonna have a cool new logo. Oh yeah, BT uh, Oh, cute. but yeah, he was just like, yeah, like they, sometimes they just exist and that's where they died and that's the energy and I was just like oh that sort of makes sense even though I don't really believe in ghosts myself once again I don't think I've ever had an encounter I've never really seen anything that made me believe it or that even but I mostly don't think about it and if for some reason it ended up being real I'd be like I mean I'd put nothing past the universe so sure why not (laughs) I've experienced some spooky things I'm just a paranoid bitch so my whole life is spooky so I I feel like I'm not that paranoid so whenever it the things that I have experienced have happened to me. I'm mm-hmm. like, you're like, there's okay, no that fucking was weird. way. Yeah. There's no fucking way. That's good. That's good. It's not good. No, that you trust yourself. <laughs> I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah I made yeah. that up. What? No, you're a dumb bitch. <laughs> so as I said, conditions were not great, and um, they had windows, but then windows were locked because um, people were tried to commit suicide, yeah. so they couldn't even have. That was the only source of ventilation were the windows. Ventilation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. It was, I mean, it was built in 1856. Like, Damn, how dare they deprive these people of sunlight? But ventilation? Yeah, and Austin's... That's even more basic than sunlight. Yeah. Austin State Hospital was known for its lobotomies. Right. <clears throat> so they 
normally would do the um, kind of lobotomy where they'll, they would drill into the temple as opposed to going through the eye socket. Um, and they would target the frontal lobe. And they rarely, if ever, actually worked at curing quote-unquote mental illness. Yeah. And the results were often really terrifying, so... The people who did lobotomies in that day, they yeah. just don't feel bad. Like, I feel like they were... They, I know, already established, they're worse than the people that they're trying to, like, poke around in. Because they're, they're like, these people... Do they get paid? Do they get paid? I'm sure they do. Oh, yeah. Who? The doctors? Yeah, like yeah. the lobotomists. Yeah, I absolutely. To get paid to fucking... Be a psychopath or like fuck someone's poke around life up in forever. someone's yeah, brain. Yeah, give lobotomies or like electric shock therapy. Yeah, they did like, that. You had to be a fucking freak. Yeah, electroshock therapy can work. It's, also, it's shown to improve symptoms, but it has to be administered in the correct way. Yeah, and right. they not just were not let me doing shock it. the shit out of this person until they feel pain, or yeah. so that they feel pain. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Um. So. They were often rendered permanently incapacitated, having essentially suffered brain damage. Um, right. But a lot of the time they would end up dying. So they would lose their ability to speak properly, lose control of their bowels, remain in a general state of confusion. Um, they were lucky That's if they were... fucking terrible! Yeah. They were lucky if they retained their general state of awareness and often suffered a major change in personalities. Many would um, remain emotionally blunted and become withdrawn. Quite a few patients committed suicide after This is fucking terrifying because of how common, like, mental illness is. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, it it just covers such a broad spectrum that, like, what? what? How could this possibly work for every single patient you see? How could this? Oh, my God. How would they even determine that them poking around in their fucking... Vaguely points to frontal lobe oh, region. Oh, of because brain they're just like, oh, help. this like zombie version of this person is better than like the difficulties that we have to deal with, which is well, fucking like, ridiculous. I wonder what like it's just like this person like had like OCD or something, mm-hmm. and they're like, mm, let's drill a hole, hole in their head. Yeah, That'll or if it, it was just like mm, this person says about a bunch of random stuff all the time. Just yeah, drill a hole in their head. Like, like I, d- I just want to know like. Yeah. I know it's fucking 1856, there are no fucking rules. I mean, rules, no, 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 like, no. Like, why lobotomies were most prevalent in the 1950s. Like Jesus. They were definitely not doing lobotomies in the 1850s, but or in the, like, 1940s and 50s, yeah. In 1902, uh, 20,000 lobotomies were performed by 1951. I think that might be within the entirety of the United States, but still. That's a shit. Yeah, there's definitely wasn't 20,000. again? 20,000. <laughs> Twenty thousand in Austin, Texas. No, <laughs> no, that's not funny, but pretty funny. Yeah, um, but yeah. So they also did electroshock therapy. <clears throat> so that's where jolts of electricity are delivered directly to the brain. So they have electrodes on their head, and then they just fucking shock them. Um, other some physicians will say that it's harmless some say that it is shown to you know help in small amounts you know it kind of like resets your brain a little bit it's supposed to um but others claim that if there's a lot especially it can cause brain damage and increase the chances of a heart attack right um 
So, yeah, it was also used as a punishment for unruly patients. Oh my fucking what the God. hell? They shouldn't, that's, that should not be allowed. Punishment? Obviously not. Punishment should not be. Like, I know, but like, punishment yeah, yeah, yeah. should be like, oh, you don't get a Kit Kat today. Not, let's fucking electrocute your brain. Oh mm. my God. And I, I don't know what asylum it was. Um, it wasn't one of these two. It's somewhere in the United States, I think. They would, like, the first couple of times if you started biting, like, by the third time, they started pulling teeth. And there Biting? Were, like, like, people? Yeah, if okay. they would bite, if violent patients would bite, they would withdraw, they would take out all their teeth. <sighs> what the fuck? Yeah. I'm, I, I'm kidding. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> um, but, between the 1950s and 1970s, the hospital extracted hundreds of brains. Extracted? Well, yeah, they took their brains out of their bodies to study them. Uh, and it was about 200 of them. Dope. Speaking of brains, you know how, like, brains are, like, liquidy until you take them out of the body? Is that true? Yeah. They're like an egg yolk. Really? Isn't that weird? Yeah. I, don't, I never knew. Is that might, true? I'm pretty sure. I might be missing. I took a lot of science classes in high school. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I've never I, heard that. I, I feel like you hear that more often. I live in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah. But. I mean, they're not, like, pure liquid, but they're, like, slushy. Interesting. I can Google it if you want. Sure. I could be misremembering. Um, it's a fact that stayed with me my whole life, so I hope it's not fake. I feel you. That happens to me often. <laughs> People think that these were probably removed under some shady circumstances. So oh, really? Probably <laughs> illegally, um, as in, like, they didn't get permission from the family members to do it. But... In 1986, they were put on auction by the hospital uh, because they didn't want them anymore. So, Harvard, <laughs> Yale... And they, did they, like, label them? Like, this belonged to this person, born this year, died this year? I'm not sure. They probably did, like, the I information mean, that they gathered from the brains. Gosh, yeah. Uh, but Harvard, Yale, big money universities like that wanted them, but... The Austin State Hospital people wanted to keep the brains, so they settle, uh, like, in Texas, so they... What can you even do with a brain? Like, what can you study from just, like, a a non-personed brain? I mean, you can, like, you're trying to see if there's any similarities with mental illnesses and seeing, like, like, what it does to the brain, yeah. There's a ton of shit you can learn, but if you're not obtaining it in the right ways, it's really, really shitty. Also, also, when you hit a brain with a metal rod sometimes it kills you who would have known (laughs) fucking crazy I thought you were going to say something real No. so they're at UT Austin right now, the University of Texas at Austin they've been how did they keep them? they're just sitting in storage yeah, they're sitting in storage in the basement of Professor Tim Schallert's lab fight me how old are these brains? from the 1950s to the 70s that's so they were rediscovered in 2011 by a journalist, Adam Voorhees. Rediscovered. Why? How did some universities when they're old, they have so much fucking shit just stored in their fucking libraries? That's so weird. So he documented a lot of the collection, and there were brains that were in really weird shapes. That were some that were really small, some that were really large, some that were twisted. Um, some of them only had one lobe. Mm. And the what? Yeah, so their brains were just you know, at like in different stages of. I mean, they just had different 
diseases. So I see, I see. Um, some had Down syndrome, others had schizophrenia, and uh, one brain didn't have any folds at all. It was completely smooth. Same. But about half of the collection has gone missing. A hundred brains. They don't know um, where they are. What? Wait, I don't understand. I almost... Like, went missing? Yeah, like... yeah. They're gone. A hundred of the brains are gone. Right. Since... I got an since answer 2011, the I think. Like, tough jelly. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I expected yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's what I figured. Yeah. Goopy. Goopy. Sure. I don't like that. Though... Like, if you hold a brain, a lobe will just, like... Out of your hand. One of the brains belonged to Charles Whitman, who was the University of Texas shooter who killed or shot six. Which one? <sighs> the what? The, the one from the watch, the the clock tower who killed, who shot sixteen people in nineteen sixty six. There was one recently too. Was there? There was a shooter on campus recently. Oh. But anyway, it happens. School shootings in Texas are crazy. Yeah. Uh, but this one's like super super famous. Okay. Um. Anyways, uh, Professor Schallert revealed that there's a black market, quote-unquote, for just unusual organs in general. People love that shit. What is an unusual organ? So some, like, the brains that were only had one lobe or were twisted or Completely too large. Smooth. Oh, gosh. Sorry. <laughs> um, but he revealed that he had traded a, a syphilitic lung for some of the brains. Uh, so oh my God, it means that the they may have been stolen, sold, or destroyed at some point. Yeah. So there's a, a lot of ways yeah. that they could have. I don't know. About I eating. know. I was just being. <laughs> oh, um, to add to the horrible shit, um, African American patients were housed in the basement because there wasn't enough room. Right, so they right, would put right. all of there the black enough, people in the basement. There wasn't enough room. I'm sure. It was against the wishes of the designer, apparently, and the superintendent. But because they weren't on site at all times, they could not enforce that. So, yeah, it's just uh, really shitty, basically. But there's, you know, um, voices and sightings of things Mm -hmm. and all of that good crap. So yeah, that's the uh, Austin State Hospital, which is only about an hour from here, yeah. or an hour and a half, I guess, with traffic. But this next one is the San Antonio State Hospital, which is very close. I mean, it's in the same town. I've been there with Oscar. We volunteered there because uh, it's still running to this day. But it was originally called the Southwestern Insane Asylum. So we had a lunatic asylum, and now we have an insane asylum. But which, by the way, disclaimer, we're just using because that's what they're traditionally called. Not I think because that's, oh, yeah. that's what they're, we think they're called themselves. Insane. Yeah, no, I mean, is. yeah, no, it's, it, it got changed to... Or, like, you wouldn't call a mental health facility an insane asylum. No, yeah, I wouldn't. Oh, yeah. I don't think you. Yeah, anyone would or, like, should. That's why I just mean it in, like, the old-timey, like... Yeah, these are old. Nah, like, we're, like... Well, as mentally, mentally ill, Ill people individuals are. ourselves, I feel like... Yeah, I know, I okay just... to yes, call I, it by the, the name it was at one point. That's what I'm saying, yeah. I, I don't think it's bad, I'm just... 
yeah, no, saying I, so people don't think we're shitheads. Oh, no, I don't agree. I'm a shithead. Get that. I mean, That's for different true. reasons. True. Uh, <laughs> anyways, it's now called the San Antonio State Hospital, or SASH, and the name was changed it's, in 1925. The one in UT? Is it still still happening? Still chilling? I think it is, if I'm not I can look it mistaken. I remember my phone this time, so I can Google stuff. Oh, oh, some of the um, buildings of the Austin State Hospital were (laughs) demolished, um, and it was really shitty because it held held deep ties to the African-American community, because the women's um, dormitory and uh, the dining hall were the only surviving buildings that had previously served the, the black population of Austin at the time, or, you know, at the... At the hospital. This news article says it's been standing since 1861. Yeah, it was built in 1856, and it was started accepting patients in 1861. That's a weird... It's a long time ago. Yeah. Isn't that the year of the Civil War? Girl, I don't keep track of that. I think it's 1861 to 1865. Anyways, doesn't really matter at all. Not, Not at all. Anyways, San Antonio State Hospital, SASH. Uh, it is in the same place that it has always been, uh, 6711 South New Braunfels Avenue. South New Braunfels? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's also four abandoned buildings near the site of the hospital, but that belonged to the Bear County Juvenile Home for Boys. So, both of those, not organizations, but, you know, the, the Juvenile Home for Boys and the hospital were on the same plot of land basically so the hospital had 640 acres in, in when it was first established in 1892 and it could hold up to 500 patients comfortably it was a self-sufficient village it had crops livestock and a lake that was used for fishing so this was a lot more self-sufficient in terms of food than the austin state hospital was mm-hmm. In 1910, the hospital was given $100,000 for expansion. And by 1912, they could accommodate up to 1,140 uh, patients. In 1925, the name was changed because they recognized that words such as lunatic and insane were not great names. Yeah. So just change it to something that doesn't make people feel awful about themselves. In 1926, capacity averaged at about 2,103 patients, and there were horrible, um, it was like sanitary, sanitation was horrible, everything was dirty, there were not enough doctors and nurses to help all of the patients, people were abused, um, and they were just neglected. Um, patients were being turned away at the door. Those were people who, so the kinds of people who would come were people with serious mental illnesses and also people who just had things like simple seizures because seizures, seizures, my goodness, were thought to be a sign of mentally unstable people. Um, and a lot of the people who were turned away, that place was kind of their last option. So they would either be made homeless or sent to jail. In some cases. So it really just seems like a really shitty place. Yeah. Um, Altogether situation. Yeah. 
1939, five more buildings were built on the property, and so for a little while it was going pretty well, and they could actually treat people uh, in a way that actually helped them. And then there were up to about 2,308 patients, so the number just keeps increasing and increasing, and the I'm sure the funding did not. So they started some racial desegregation, which is nice. In 1964, Helen Cloud Austin became the first black member of the hospital's elite staff. So the first black member was a black woman. So I think that's really cool. In 1964. um, In the 1970s, Sash became accredited by the Joint Commission on Accreditation of Hospitals. So this means that they could establish, like, outreach hospitals and clinics and stuff so they could send more patients off campus. So it was, they were able to reduce the population down to about 1,836 people. And they were able to renovate and modernize the hospital. And it, you know, there has been a lot of improvement in just mental health treatment in general since then so it's gotten better i'm not exactly sure how many uh patients are currently there but when i went to volunteer there weren't as many as i mean not that i was like there weren't very many i would say i i I don't even know like maybe like 200 or so Mm -hmm. i would feel probably less than that but i feel like that's just because they recognize that they don't have the manpower and so they will just not take people mm-hmm. over the max capacity, which right. I mean, I don't know what the, the option is for that. Let a bunch of people in and have a lot of people suffer, or only keep the ones that you can take care of, and then the rest of the patients might be out on the street or in jail. Right. It's just a fucking lose lose situation. Mm. It's real fucked up. It says that there's the total stacked beds at the San Antonio State Hospital is 352. Okay, I was closest close-ish and they have male and female uh patients so it's a some of them used to be just only for certain genders i think right but so now i'm gonna move into some stories about specific people from there and ghostly experiences again this is from uh ghostcitytours.com mostly so there was an article in one of the san antonio newspapers and it says Millionaire sues for retention in asylum. Wants redress of $50,000 from relatives in alleged conspiracy. San Antonio, Texas, April 17th. William I. Brown of this city, who recently stepped down from paranoia to wealth as the result of obtaining his release from the Southwestern Insane Asylum, is suing those responsible for his incarceration for damages amounting to $500,000. See, what is that typo? Come on, old Tide Me newspapers. It said 50000 earlier. Now it says 500000 Sorry, in my mind, I was like, San Antonio's got to be one of the most haunted places in, San- in the U.S. It's yep. number five. Yeah, on, it's real fucking haunted. List. Sorry. I mean, the whole place is a fucking battleground. Yeah, like. yeah that's a good point. Yeah. Um, for 11 years, Brown was made, made constant efforts to get out of the mm. institution, but found his way blocked by those interested in keeping him there. He finally succeeding in, succeeded in bringing his case to the attention of men who were practically strangers to him. Through their efforts, the matter was brought into court and Brown was declared sane by County Judge Phil Shook. Wait, who put him in there? His family did. And he was like, yeah, please get me out of here. And they were like, no. 
Yeah, because he had recently come into a lot of money because his father had died and left him with the largest share. Right. And so his siblings were like, we want control of those assets. So they had him locked up in the state hospital. Right. And he was in there for 11, uh, 12 years. Um, That's so crazy. And they, every time he'd get out, he'd try to get out, it was blocked by siblings. And then finally he managed to get in touch with some people who were like, didn't know him personally, but were like, what the fuck? This is crazy. Here, let me try and help you. And they got him before a judge and he was finally declared sane because he was not insane. Jeez. Um, we don't know. I could not imagine my siblings doing that. I know I've said that before about sibling stuff, but like, I could not imagine Yeah, no, siblings? siblings (sighs) Fucking. Y'all are obviously not that close. (laughs) Yeah. Money makes people really yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Um, You're right. But it's not known if he ever won the case. There's no record of it. My mm-hmm. guess is no, because on June 17th, 1916, his body was found floating on the Mexican side of the Rio Grande. Um, he was murdered somewhere near the Brownsville and Matamoros International Bridge. He was just Bridge. murdered? And his not brother, at all. his brother Albert, was the mayor of Brownsville at the time. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> your brother Dude, his name was fucking William Brown. Is he literally the guy that Brownsville's named after? Maybe. No. I wouldn't doubt it. Perhaps. We're talking about old shit. That's true. I mean, this was in 1910. I think Brownsville's before then. Anyways. Now we're going to move forward in time to 1944 and a man named Stephen S. current events. Yeah, Stephen S. Allridge. He stayed in the hospital for three months in 1944. And he said... Three months. Yeah. This man was a World War II veteran. And he said, Never again do I want to experience the sight of such cruelties. I've seen attendants walk up and slap an inmate down on the, on an impulse for no reason at all. Oh my god! Nurses I've, are the worst, I gotta say. I've seen men stomped, and I've seen them force insane people to work. It's a joke, we love m- nurses. I don't. I stand by it. I love nurses. A lot of nurses are bitches. I, I will say that. But... There are some good nurses. Obviously. <laughs> I'm a nurse apologist because nurses are awesome. But also, I'm sure I get there you. Are no, some there's good a lot nurses. of. I feel like there's a lot. <laughs> if of good I've nurses. only ever had bad experience with nurses, fuck a nurse. I'm sorry. About oh, what is it? Oh yeah, be like better. Every, every be better. Every nurse isn't a mean girl, but every mean girl is, is a nurse. nurse. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we, we're gonna get like? Nurse, I know. I know. Nurses in okay. our comments. Fucking come at me. Then. No. It's not them. It's just me. And they don't give a. Fuck. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, he said, personally, they didn't treat me mean, but the helpless and really insane were treated in a brutal manner. Nevertheless, my turn came. One day, some of the attendants tried to force me to mop up the floor. I refused. Not because I didn't want to work. It was because I was afraid of my heart. He was had been discharged from the army in 1942 because he had a bad heart and a nervous condition. Um... And he had returned to Brownsville, and he tried to be admitted into the Veterans Hospital, um, but they had not made necessary provisions for veterans of the world of World War II because it was still going on. Mm-hmm. So he. Um, that's true. They don't really. Um, but his nervous condition only got worse because he didn't have anyone to help him treat it mm-hmm. and he committed himself to sash as a last resort Jeez. uh he said he committed himself yeah damn so that means he could leave whenever right. he wanted to right. i think unless they found him like actually insane right um 
Upon his refusal to mop the floor, one of the attendants directed profanity at him, and Alridge, not willing to take that sort of verbal abuse, responded with similar language. He also added that they would have had to stomp his guts out to get him to work for them, which is fucking hard, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, also, if they stomp your guts out... Yeah, that sucks. That sucks a lot. Probably not gonna get you to work, bro. Um, so the attendants cornered him. And cornered he, him? Yeah, and he lunged for a chair and he grabbed it and positioned himself to protect himself from their attack. But a doctor When you feel by. scared of the nursing staff, well, Which yeah, I feel like a I, lot yeah. of people do. There's yeah. a lot of shit wrong with this situation. That I don't just, like that. Oh god. A doctor wa- walked by and hollered at the attendants, saying, "Lay off that boy. He's not crazy." So they could abuse the ones who were quote unquote crazy. Right? Yeah. But since the he ones was... who couldn't defend themselves, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Or if they were violent or not even violent but just you know loud or boisterous or anything like that they could take that as a provocation to hurt them in some way maybe maybe like kind of mentally ill yeah (laughs) jesus so it's really super shitty but a lot of people from the valley have died under mysterious circumstances from Mm -hmm. teenagers to the elderly um the valley is the area Close to the Rio Grande border, you know, Brownsville, up to South Padre, hmm. McAllen, Edinburgh. Have you ever Roma. seen Texas? It's the it's that part of Texas that's next to the coast, but it's not the coast. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just the valley. If you Google it, you'll probably be able to find yeah. out about it. It's a great place. It's beautiful. But a lot of people from the valley were sent to Sash because it's probably the closest one to Brownsville. And Brownsville is... In Texas, we measure things by how long it takes you to get there, not by uh, by miles. So um, from here, probably like six hours, I would say. To Brownsville? Yeah. I would say it's like six, six and a half hours. That's my guess. Anything past four hours, I don't really keep track of. Yeah, so it's a long ass way, and even and back in the the day when you you know didn't have reliable transportation. Four to, hours. Four hours from four here. Four hours and six minutes. Really? Yes. Huh. Damn. Five hours if you take the long way. Hmm. I'm really bad at this. It's okay. No. Four to to six hours is the same, I feel like, in Texas travel time. Because if there's even a little bit of traffic, it's going to take you fucking six hours. Yeah. Whatever. Also, I think that you've guessed a lot of things this episode pretty... You don't don't have to guess anything correctly. That's true. Thank you. I appreciate that. My confidence (laughs) is restored. On to the next part. So, some of the... We'll talk about some of the people who have died there mysteriously. Okay. (sighs) I'm so sorry. I'm so bad at pronouncing names. Kwaka Petiemko? That's not it at all. He went by Chino Garcia. He was 19 years old and he weighed between 180 to 190 pounds. He was attending uh, the University of Texas. He was not physically ill when he entered the hospital, but three days later he died. And no cause of death was given in his obituary. What year was this? It does not say. Okay. But, um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. 
It was at a time when um, Mexican American people could attend UT. I wonder when they integrated. I have no idea. Um, uh, another person who died was Raul G. Chapa. He entered the hospital after suffering a nervous breakdown and was found dead 11 days later. Uh, his physician said... 11 uh, days? Yeah. Jesus. I mean, the other guy was only there for three days. I know, but I, I don't know. That's awful. Uh, so his doctor said, I was surprised when I learned that he was dead because he... Because um, I'm his doctor. Well, yeah, he was like, he, he knew about his mental illness, and right. he did not think that it would have caused his death. He said, Chapel was not a violent mental case. He suffered from maniacal depressive type of mental illness. He would have raving spells, prob- following which he would become depressive, but he was physically healthy. <clears throat> um, Does it say how he died? Like, No, it didn't say how he died. Mm. Newspapers have started calling it um, a march of death for people in the valley to go there. Right. Um, there's a a little clipping by Clarence LaRoche, and it says, Texas's own march of death. This is the report on the valley's march of death. It isn't exhaustive. It represents the work of just three or four days. It is a signpost of what might yet be uncovered. It is the Valley people who marched to death at the San Antonio State Hospital during a 12-year span. Most of the cases, however, are recent ones. The cases are varied, and the ages of their victims range from husky teenage youngsters to invalids in their 80s. Some of their deaths did not occur in a matter of days. Some did. In all cases, death occurred, whether in a matter of months or days, after the Valley people had entered the hospital with a sturdy physical background despite their mental disabilities or their invalid state. So, they all said that while they might not have been mentally healthy, they were definitely physically healthy when they went in. So, how did they deteriorate so fast that they died? (sighs) They say that there are, to this day, a lot of people who haunt the property. Mm -hmm. Um, An old woman, Rose Fisher Harrison, um, was referred to as a little old lady and a helpless invalid in newspaper accounts, which is not great. Referring to someone who is... A disabled, a person who was disabled. Yeah, let's say what constitutes someone as invalid. Yeah, that's just ableist. Like, right? It's not great. Um, she had apparently uh, lost control of her limbs and could no longer take care of herself, so she was brought to the hospital. Um, and when she, but she was brought to a mental institute because she couldn't use her limbs. Yeah, so they thought it was related to her mental state. I think. All right. She was admitted, and a doctor made a comment to the police saying, She's old. We want the young ones. Seven months later, she was dead. What? Um, I... Another death was of a 75-year-old man who was beaten, starved, and dehydrated so severely he lost 30 pounds in 15 days. <gasps> 30 pounds? Yeah. In half of a month? Yeah. Damn, I want his diet. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That was bad. <laughs> yeah, that was not good. That's the, awful. Yeah, that's horrible. Um, This one is about Hitler's So they just, like, son. straight up just, like, did not take care of them at all. Yeah, I mean, they beat him, starved, and dehydrated him, so they did it. It wasn't just neglect. They did it on they, purpose. Yeah, like, actively were killing yeah. this man. Yeah. Slowly. Um... 
Hitler's son, Patrick O'Brien. Actually Hitler's son? No. Okay. It was a man who thought he was uh, Hitler's son. That's exciting. He was a 36-year-old recluse who was severely overweight. Mm-hmm. Um, he told the police after his arrest that he was the son of Hitler and the father of the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, which is... All of them? Yeah, apparently. He was the Damn. father of them. Um, he got around. He was arrested by the police for murdering his parents. I was about to ask, why was he arrested? He'd stabbed them so many times they looked like they'd been blasted by a shotgun. Jesus Christ. Um, his and they f- put him in a... That's crazy that they put him in like a hospital. Yeah. I mean, they obviously knew that he was not right. mentally well. He was, he was a white guy, I'm assuming? Yeah. O'Brien. Patrick O'Brien. Right. Um, his father's body also had third degree burns because Patrick had attempted to electrocute him before he stabbed him. Jesus. He was institutionalized at Sash for a total of eight times from 1966 to 1975, but he never stayed, uh, for longer than 90 days. Um. At a a time? Yeah. So I think you have to, I think 90 days might be the most you can do without, like, Paying more or like being right. officially committed or anything like that. Was it so that this guy was like put in prison ever? Um, I don't know. He was once again checked into the state hospital, so I'm assuming not. Um, the police, that's kind of the weird. head of the Bear County Mental Health Department said he's mm-hmm. a very, very sick man. Mm-hmm. He should have never been out on the streets. He has a history of violence. Mm-hmm. He is a close to a PhD in mathematics. He is a brilliant man, Whoa. but a terribly <laughs> sick man. Right. I, I just wait. Did you say what year this was? Nineteen seventy-nine. That's kind of crazy. That's when my mom was born. But like that, like they were like, "This man is very sick." We're gonna. Your mom was born in seventy-nine. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> your mom's so young. I know. I know. Young but, autumn. But um. That's crazy that they were like, "This guy is mentally ill. We're gonna put him in a fucking mental hospital." Makes sense. But then they're also like, only for like 30 days, and then we're just gonna let him out. Well, before... That was before he killed people. Oh, so he, before yeah. his parents were yeah, killed? Yeah, before he... Was in, he okay, yeah, they okay. imprisoned him permanently after he killed his parents. Oh. I was about to be like, wow, these people are kind of progressive. <laughs> this is very... This, oh, no, This no. is confusing. <laughs> no, no, sorry. For 1979. Yeah. Damn. Um, so, I wanna talk... Before I get into the ghosty stuff, I want to talk right. a little bit about how bad everything is with mental health. Um, we know. Before <laughs> we we but can also know. tell us. We can we can know. <laughs> so in 2014, uh, the hospital announced that they were unable to admit any more patients. Uh, obviously, that has changed since then. But they said. Um, we have a total of 83 nurse positions at the hospital. I guess it's good that they are limiting themselves, but it's also, like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've had 83 nurse positions at the hospital, and 12 of those are vacant. Plus, we have several nurses out for an extended period of time due to medical reasons. Medical reasons? Sorry. Yeah, I mean, people have stuff going on. I know, I'm just reacting. Yeah. We've had several nurses recently leave for other positions in the community. Mm. Um, so there's a nursing shortage, and um, there was um, a lawsuit that was brought against Sash by a disability group because they rightfully argued that the mentally ill prisoners um, were sitting in jail and they should be placed at Sash because 
steps where they should get the help that they actually need. Yeah. yeah. Um, the CEO of the Center for Healthcare Services said, we have been underfunded in behavioral sciences in Texas uh, for so long and we don't think outside the box. Our funding is in silos and we've got people taking up beds at the state hospital that don't belong there. People with Alzheimer's and close head injuries taking up civil beds. And we have no community-based alternatives, no step-down units, no uni- no residential treatment facilities. Mm-hmm. Um, the judge who presides over the Bay- Bear County Mental Health Court commented, It's only in the last couple of years that we've been able to convince the university hospital to begin taking unfunded involuntary patients. We're still down to we are now down to a sinking lifeboat. Even if you repair it, it's still a damn lifeboat. Creepy things. Woo woo. So um, creepy things. Creepy 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 things. There are other creepy abandoned structures on the property. Why are there abandoned structures? Because they just don't use them anymore. Well, they should get used to them. Well, if they had enough people, they probably would. Uh, I know. (coughs) (coughs) Well, the government. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so this was the Bear County Juvenile Home for Boys, as I said in the very beginning, if you ever remember that. I don't, but it's okay. It's okay. They were on the same place. Um, it was originally built in 1915 as the Home for the Aged, also known as the Poor Farm. Um, and there was what? an... Oh, home for the Aged Poor Farm. Slash? There's a slash in that. What's a poor... A poor farm? Is where people go to work because they are... Poor. Homeless and can't afford to live anywhere, so they go work on the poor farm. Aged. So, like... Just old people? The elderly, I would assume. Okay. Or just, like, people who... I mean, yeah, so older people who can't take care of themselves would go to the, the okay. poor farm. All right. Um, there was an older poor, poor farm there from the 1860s. Um... But the site was eventually abandoned, probably because of asbestos. Huh. So, on January 26th of 1925, four, yeah, a 14-year-old Alfred Garcia, an inmate at the Bear County Juvenile Home, was found by an attendant in a semi-conscious state. Mm. He was sent to the hospital and ended up dying because he'd eaten rat poison. No. He'd eaten rat poison? Yeah. I don't know if he did it on Rather, purpose. Rather, I was going to say intentionally or unintentionally. It's still yeah, it's supposed to awful. It's not a very. That it's a very painful kid. way to go. Yeah. Um. In 1933, Why December nineteenth. Kids in jails. I hate that shit. Yeah. Uh, December nineteenth, nineteen thirty-three. Uh, twenty-one-year-old Jesus Samudio, who worked at the dairy barn that was on the campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, there he, was a dairy farm here as well. Yeah. Um, he killed 14-year-old Charles Allen Watson. Um, he was sentenced to life in prison. Uh, he said that he quarreled with Watson because, uh, Watson didn't want to wash the milk cans in the dairy barn. So he beat Watson over the head with an iron bar and dumped the boy's body in a creek. Holy shit. Uh, his body... shouldn't be putting these people who obviously have issues to work in a place that obviously has issues. Yeah. Um, sound right his body wasn't found for nine days, and he, Samudio, had hid his bloodstained overalls under his mattress. Um, 
And the evidence was discovered when the police learned that he'd had prior confrontations with Charles Watson. He's only, they were, he was only 14 and this kid's only 21. And they're just, they were just in prison. Yeah. Jesus. So, um, the ruins were officially abandoned in the year 1996. Uh, people Wait, have... I'm sorry. These people were imprisoned in a place that probably had a lot of asbestos? Um, I don't know when asbestos started being used in building things. Wait, is that why you said you thought it might have been abandoned? Yeah. Okay. But even if it wasn't So asbestos, I don't know if it was originally it, it just built been... with asbestos or just like repaired and restored yeah. with, with asbestos. Either way, poor conditions. They were just keeping these people in. Uh, yeah. But awful. Awful, awful, there awful. were, there's a lot of graffiti and stuff inside because a lot of people will break in and do stuff. Well, yeah, that's what you do in abandoned places. That's true. Um, but people have heard They're not gonna use them. screams, moans, awesome. uh, doors sledden, suddenly slamming shut only oh. to slowly open back the sound of footsteps. Um, but there's also some real uh, actual Jesus, Teddy. Like uh, physical dangers. One man, a uh, homeless man, broke in to oh, no. sleep and he he was he broke in through a window that was high up and he broke his leg another reason why i hate abandoned places and just make them a place the cops didn't sleep. find him for two days so he's in there for two days <gasps> that sucks he was alive though right yeah he was he was okay but okay it just sucks. i don't know if that's better yeah so um i mean it's obviously better than dying uh these are experiences from the website so a man named nick he worked there with a prison work squad, and he said that the place gave off an evil vibe, and that was really creepy. I believe him. They all camped out and said that sleeping in that area was really hair-raising, because... Um, Why did they camp out there? Um, I'm sure that they were doing, like, repair work. Like and cleanup it, stuff? Yeah, and, and instead of just taking them back to the jail, they camped out, I guess. Jeez. Okay. Um... It was also weird because there were cold spots in the summertime, um, right. and as any San Antonio person would know, it's hot as fuck all summer long. Yeah. So there's no way that inside or outside of an abandoned building Especially that there's cold spots. Especially in a poor, insulated place. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's gotta or, be fucking boiling in there constantly. Yeah, that's disgusting. When even at night, it can be a hun- above 100 degrees. I, I've experienced well, cold spots in a lot of places, and it's really creepy, because... Guys, it gets up to like 103 degrees in San Antonio. Like, there was a time and a couple of humid. summers ago so that we had 30 days hotter. straight of above 100 degree weather. Yeah, no, weather. In, the, in the summer, it doesn't even get below, like, fucking like 92. Like, even at night, maybe the, maybe, maybe the top 90s, like 90, 92, 93. Maybe there might be an 80, an 89 maybe, degree yeah, day 87, in the shade. In the shade, Maybe. But, like, it's weird to get cold spots. Yeah. But it happens! Fucking creepy. I hate it. Uh, a woman named Samantha... It's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's not nice. It's creepy. Samantha's husband and a friend uh, went to the abandoned site, and it took her husband and the friend 15 minutes to push open a heavily rusted door. Jeez. I'd Once up. they all entered, the door slammed shut behind them. No... Uh, and there was, it was freezing inside, apparently. Okay. 
uh, a visitor named Nancy said, this place is really haunted, not a good place to visit. You will get your scare. Um, she said that you should be cautious of entering because if you do encounter a spirit, it may follow you home. She said that she took her teenage kids with her and it was dark inside, so they used the their flashlights and they went up the stairs to the building's top floor and they heard moans and screams emanating from the top floor, so they all dashed out of the building. Later on that night, uh, strange things began happening at home. Uh, she said that she knew that they'd brought the ghostly presence home with them. No. And uh, she never updated again after that, so no one knows what happened. I, I hope her. I hope they're okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't. In 2015, a person named Mordecai and his cousin toured the property for three days in a row. That's a badass name. Uh, it is. Um, the property is definitely, uh, guarded by police, but it's such a large it's property. It's guarded by police and it's abandoned? Well, cause Sash is still on the premises. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. So, All right. it's still a working hospital. You drive right, right past the there's abandoned just, buildings when you go up to it. Yeah. That's so strange to me. I know that they're just places that are abandoned cause they don't use them anymore, but it's also like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's weird. What the fuck? So, um, he managed to, he and his cousin managed to get into the buildings unnoticed. All right. They heard this faint sound sound of gunshots, but it's Texas. It could have been anybody's gunshots. So yeah, they we they had don't... shooting ranges everywhere as well. And apparently, his cousin swears that she encountered a little girl wearing a white dress. A little girl? Yeah. Okay. And then when they walked up the stairs, uh, they started hearing moaning sounds. It started as a poor farm, so anybody young or old, male or female, right. could have been there, and then it was turned into the juvenile home right. for boys. No, yeah, I, I wasn't like, oh, juvenile home for boys, why is there a girl? No. Yeah. Mostly just confused why there was a person there in juvenile. Yeah. So a ghost. Uh, Mordecai said that he heard door slamming and somebody screaming, and they took that as a sign to get out of there. And also, there could have been anyone there in the fucking, like, prison and place that identified as a girl, and they probably would have just kept them there anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Um, he said that he felt that the presence followed them home. I became paranoid to every smell and noise. And he really believes that it's haunted. No, yeah, it sounds like it's an awful place. It wouldn't surprise me. A person named Andrea said, It is true. This place is haunted. I went there about 13 years ago with my older cousins and friends. They went inside two of the four buildings and they saw shadows appearing on the hallway. Uh, like the walls on the hallway. Gosh, children suffering especially is just like so, so sad. Yeah. They went up to the rooftop. They didn't have any encounters. But then on the way down, they heard loud stomping as though someone was running down the stairs after them. That would freak me the fuck out. Yeah, I don't like that. I pee myself. Mm -mm. Um, They quickly ran out of the building. um, And one of them said that he encountered a little girl wearing a white dress. And they had followed them. And it had followed them apparently. This poor little girl. Why is she there? Yeah, I don't know. Um, But, yeah. Oh, it's also reported to be the meeting spot of white supremacists and satanic groups. Also, there's a shit ton of rattlesnakes around that area. Um, That's fun. Yeah, so now I'll tell you some of the experiences that our secret informant told us about. Also, isn't it crazy? Not to get all sciencey. Not that we were sciencey before, but again... 
that like whenever there is like energy in places like you you associate it with like heat because whenever things are moving and like energy and stuff it creates heat because of stuff like moving yeah but a place i like because i've also experienced like cold spots and stuff where it is kind of like it's literally like chilling like i'm pretty sure that's where the term comes from probably yeah where else would that come from i don't know but um yeah like chilling experiences are like cool cold spots like it's just crazy thing because i in my mind i'm like oh this is like bad energy but like energy itself is like literally just heat transferring between things mm-hmm. and there's no heat at all that's spooky yeah yeah i've been like i said i've been there it is kind of creepy but have also, you been to the abandoned places no i mean i've we've we you have to drive past them to get to sash so right. i've seen them no i've never been into them I don't think that I would go into them. No, I, I would. It's, I, I would fucking get fucking what's that thing? Tetanus? I don't want that. Tetanus. <laughs> yeah, when, from fucking rusty shit. No, yeah, I get it, but it's just funny that that's what you're scared. Te- well, what else? The ghosts, Glenn. <laughs> Obviously, the ghosts, Macy, but also real physical dangers. Like I said, also yeah, no, you I'm just most have to look scared. Where you are. No, no, no. I'm most scared of the snakes. Most scared. Yeah. I would rather face a ghost than rattle, a rattlesnake. Rattlesnakes don't scare me because they literally tell you that they're there. Okay, what you know if I can't get away? What Co- if it's in my they're way? They're not chasing you. They don't chase you. Yeah, no, you no, You know what's scary? Copperheads. They're just like... Can't they swim? You're near me. I mean, also Yes, they're swim. like snake... They're like lake snakes. I don't like lake snakes. That's what I'm saying. I don't... God, the not only... Not to get off topic, but there are so many fucking places or things in San, or San Antonio. Texas, that'll kill you. It's like the Australia <laughs> it's the of Australia the, of the US. US. But I, uh... <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I totally comfortably swim in a pool, honestly. And even then, I'm half afraid not, a shark's gonna come out there, somehow There are natural me. pools in, like, um, the outskirts of San Antonio. Yeah. Like, the smaller towns and stuff. Well, they'll have, like, um... Because we have an aquifer and, like, springs and all that Edward's jazz. Edward's aquifer. Uh, so they'll just be, like, random, like, pools and, like, that are, like, in, like, little rock holes. And yeah. And people will be like, oh, natural pool. And it'll be, like, an established place where people put, like, a fucking metal rail in. And they're like, it's a pool. And there are fucking snakes in there, so you have to, like, watch out no. for them. No! It's just, like, it's like a thing you have to, like, actively be aware no. of. No! Even though everyone's swimming in it. It's no. so weird! It's so weird, but people just do it. Like, you know how many fucking holes I've I swam in? I would not be... As a child? I would not be able I, to do that. I've I would just be worried the whole before, time. And no. my mom just Ugh. pulled them out of me. And we've just had to be like, <laughs> yeah, we'll come back here next week. <laughs> People are crazy. Don't ever talk about and like, I'm actually <laughs> going to talk about leeches in a second. Oh, oh yeah. I love I'm leeches. clairvoyant as fuck. Did anyone catch that? I hate you. <laughs> I'm going to delete that part. So that you, don't, you didn't <laughs> predict it. I didn't predict it. <laughs> it's okay. I just, I can't imagine these people. I know people are stupid. But people being like, oh, Abandoned place, highly highly haunted place. Let me let me get in there. Yeah, I mean humans love doing that shit. It's like climbing Mount Everest or going cave diving. Fuckers. I feel like this is even scarier. Uh, I know that is more. I feel like endangering. <laughs> definitely. I would much rather. But indefinitely, you don't know how fucking dangerous cave this dive. is. True. That's fair. Anyways, our source says their own experience. They had one night. Um, the door down the so they worked they worked there mm-hmm. um and the door down the hall was shaking and like someone Ugh. was trying to open it but they didn't have any patience in that wing so it was just shaking by itself like someone was trying to get out right or get in i guess um 
And then there was one room that they stopped putting the kids in because they all say that they saw twin girls with no face. Um, the kids who'd said that were had never met each other before and were placed in that room at different times. Oh so. my god. Okay, so I... Oh, sorry, this is, once again, a little off topic. But when um, I said... Like I said, I've never had a personal ghost experience. But my mother claims... I don't know how true this is. Um, that when I was younger, I used to describe in detail her grandmother who had passed away before I was That's born. That's fucking creepy. And she is just like... Who passed lives? Like, I would, Those are like I would talk about, like, um, oh, like a woman who would, like, be nice to me. And I, and I would describe it, and she was like, oh, my God, that sounded just like my grandmother. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know how true that is. or Not that I'm like, you're a liar, Mom. But, my, I, you know, I don't... I, I have no idea. My dad's <sighs> dad. Someone... Whom I've always felt close with, even though he died this like a month before I was born. Yeah, I was gonna say he. Oh. She died really recently, or really close to, to my when birth. You were born? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, my great that my, my mom. I feel like that happens grandma. all the time. Where it's like someone who died near where you were born. You, you were like you like feel like you know them. I can't. Oh, no, that's can't. not how I feel. My mom's my oh. mom's grandma was kind of a bitch, and she died the day after I was born. Jeez. But my mom never. She got from the day after you were born. Yeah, she was mad. She was not mad, but she, like, always had kind of a grudge against her because my grandfather died Wait, on his way. Wait, your mom's mom? My mom's grandmother. Your mom's grandmother. So my mom's father uh. died on his way to go see her. Um, your mom. To go see my great-grandmother. Oh, okay. To go see, okay. So his own mother. His own mother. Because she was, like, they said she was dying and he had a heart attack on the way. <gasps> Did he die? Yeah, he died. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, he was in the his oldest Did brother. Did he see you before then? No, he got he died before my parents got married, and my parents were married for five years before they had me. So, um, jeez. Yeah, but he died in the car with his siblings, two of his siblings, and he was clutching his rosary. And was he driving? No, he's in the back seat. That's good. I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, if he, it would have been dangerous. Yeah, it would have been dangerous. But there was literally nothing. Uh, the doctor said that if he had had the heart, uh, the heart attack on the steps of the hospital, they could not have saved him. There was nothing they could have done. Was he old? Oh, uh, he's in his 60s. He's, like, early 60s. I mean, yeah, I guess age doesn't really matter if your body just isn't working. Yeah, that side of the family has heart problems and stuff. Anyways, not really. That's terrifying. Yeah, it's just real sad. I always think about it. They yeah. had to watch their brother die. It's real fucked up. Yeah, I don't want to think about it. Yeah, poor Uncle Joe. R.I.P. Oh. Uncle Joe. Rip. R.I.P. Grandpa Albert. I think I, my mom, my mom's grandma's name was Grandma Lucci. Lucci? I think so, but I can't remember. What was that short for? I I don't remember. Luchadora? I have no. That idea. would be hilarious. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. There's no way that woman's name. No, it's was probably that. like Lucille or something. <laughs> I don't know. Luciola. Honorable mentions. Five We're adding to it. <laughs> <laughs> London's Bethlehem Royal Hospital. It Bethlehem. is the origin of the word bedlam. What? So, like, chaos. Bedlam? Yeah. Chaos? Okay. It was established in 1247. That's not a good date. <laughs> it is Europe's oldest facility dedicated to treating mental illness. Really? Yeah. I know I just said it's a fake date, but I also feel like that's not early enough. 800 years? Isn't but, enough? I mean... Not from now, but I'm just like, there have been mentally unstable or slash ill people for a very long time. And Britain, that's an old ass place. It is. Very. Very old. 
they were literally inhabited by fucking Romans. And Romans that. and pre, and pre BC. even that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it twelve, fourteen. Is that what you said? Forty-seven. Forty-seven. That's when they had their first place. Well, the first facility dedicated to it. Yes. Mm. I mean. Things didn't get organized for a while. I know, but it's just, in my mind... They were too worried about growing crops and shit. They, I guess, They but, just barely figured out that there was something wrong with like people. It just like, there's a place in Britain called Bath. Yeah. Because of bathhouses. If there's a fucking bathhouse, I feel like there should be a fucking hospital for people who are a little off. Oh. Well, yeah, but they probably just didn't care about it. I guess. I guess baths and mental illness. Anyways, real problems began to arise in 1675 because it was overflowing with residents. And they had things from basic learning disabilities to epilepsy to schizophrenia all housed together. See, this is what I'm saying. It was not early enough. Um, They would do um, a treatment called rotational therapy. Which is wildly spinning a patient in a chair repeatedly. I was about to say, do they just fucking turn this person around a bunch of times? Yeah. <laughs> That's awful. They'd also bloodlet them with leeches and did the cupping glass therapy. Uh, My mom does the cupping thing. It's weird. She did for, I don't know. It she makes me uncomfortable. It's, it's like, like the like back an, thing, right? Yeah, it looks like an octopus. Back, but they do usually do on your back. What's like, what is the point of it? I think it's it's just supposed like to like draws out impurities or something. I think so. I just I understand. I don't know what it's what they claim it does, but I can kind of see how it could like if you draw blood to one area. I can see how like increasing your blood circulation in one area could help like, um, like promote improve healing the and, pain yeah. and stuff. Hmm. Because it's like if you take like an ibuprofen, it's supposed to make your blood like go faster, like thinner and stuff. All right. You so, convinced me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it kind of it kind of makes sense, yeah, yeah. but I don't know if that's why i don't know if that's why they promote that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. but in my mind i'm like oh if your back hurts and you're like suctioning blood to it then you're like kind of promoting some sort of healing process Yeah, i can get on that train yeah um a lot of patients didn't survive some of the treatments that they had and there is a huge mass grave on the property i'm sure i'm sure mass graves are so awful um, then there's the Danvers State Hospital. It's in Danvers, Massachusetts. I was about to say, Danvers does not sound like it's outside of the USA. No. <laughs> it sounds it like a very North American yeah. word. <laughs> it was established in 1878 and closed in 1992. Mm. It is said to be haunted by malevolent spirits. Mm. Um, I mean, it, if you do bad shit... It's... Uh, in the area where the prominent judge of the Salem Witch Trials, John Hathorne, once lived. All right. The Salem Witch Trials is so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I could probably do a whole thing on that one. Yeah. Um, they used straight jackets, shock therapy, <sighs> lobotomies. It was the uh, inspiration for the Demonic Asylum movie Session 9. Mm. I don't know if you've seen it. It's pretty creepy. Not... I've read the Wikipedia article. But, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the last honorable mention is Gonjiam Psychiatric Hospital in Gyeonggi, South Korea. Mm. Um, according to local legends, pa- patients started dying mysteriously at the hospital about 10 years ago, and it forced them to close down. 10 years ago from now? Uh, yeah, from whenever the article was written. I didn't look at it. Oh, okay. So I'm That's guessing fine. around now. Okay. Um 
there are, you know, rusted wire fences, disintegrating mm. examination chairs. That's all that's left of it. Oh my God. It's famed as one of the three major haunted sites in Korea. All right. Um, I've been wanting to go to Korea. Yeah, so it's it's just a really <laughs> Sorry, not that that encourages me to go to South Korea, but... I might do a special episode I on this one asylum in Guatemala, and it's described as the worst hospital in the world, and it is... Uh, reading the BBC article on it is horrible. And it's still in... Yes, it's currently doing use. it, and they admit the horrible things they're doing, and it's still nothing's happening. I believe it. It's just it's just horrible. It yeah, really if you look it up, to me just be prepared. How awful things are, and how some people have so much money. I know, I, I feel like I'm always complaining about white people and money. But also, <laughs> they suck. It's the root of all evil. It, it really is. Like... Money is fake and people decide what to do with it. Hmm, true. <laughs> uh, next episode is J is for journalists. Journalists! Blam, 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 blam! I don't know how I feel about journalists. Well, wait, which, um. Which I guess I don't know how Can you, like, to know give me, like, a perspective? What about Yeah, what about them? So, like, deaths in like war zones who had like oh shit is it journalists who have died or journalists who have like seen and like experienced that it might be both i'll probably do more than just two i'll probably do five or six of them i was i took a photojournalism class in high school and um literally whenever i like read articles and shit from that that my teacher made us read i was like why are there why are fucking why are journalists journalists like i understand you're just like there they to, experience a lot of shit. To a lot journal, of them whatever kill themselves. So I was, was going to say, talk about that because they see horrible things, especially war journalists. Yeah, and they're they're literally paid to do nothing but spectate. Yeah, they and, can, they can't interfere. They're they're and if they're they like interfere, not. then it like affects the thing, which is like weird, fucking stupid. Like, why even pay someone to go do that? Like, yeah. you should literally go to that country. Pay the person that has already experienced all that shit. I feel like it should be all reflective. I don't think it should all be, like, current events. Yeah. Because if it is current events, then that's just, like, an ethics problem or morality problem. Because it's like you're just there and you're experiencing people going through very awful things and yeah. you're not doing anything about it. I mean, they, I mean, you and if you do anything about document it. document those things. I guess. But I just think it's weird to send people from countries that could help. And instead of sending without help, any resources, without any resources other than a camera crew, that exactly. Makes sense, yeah. And it's like you're sending yeah. you're sending money to this place, but not money to help that, just money yeah. to it's, it's definitely provide information for people that aren't going to help. Important to document history, but I do think there is a sort but document of like, history from the fucking people who are experiencing it. I don't understand. Why I mean, they're dying, so yeah. I, I get it. I don't know, but it's also like, come on, y'all. Yeah, you'd have to find someone there. I who suppose would I do want understand. To do that. But I just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know my We'll talk more about it next week. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Sorry about the long episode. I'm not. <laughs> but we are slowly getting better. But I I'm also like. I know I say that every period. episode, but. <laughs> Anyways, uh, join us next week for uh, episode number 10, the big one zero. Very Nine's exciting. my favorite number, so 10 is meh. Mm. So, so this is your favorite episode? I yes. Don't know, probably. I, I'm drunk now, so we'll see that. <laughs> okay. Hey, is Macy drunk? I'm All right. Sure. Well, thanks for listening. I'm not actually drunk. <laughs> Love y'all. If you enjoyed this episode, you can follow us on Twitter at az underscore podcast 
or you can visit our Facebook page, A to Z Podcast, or you can email us at azpodcasting at gmail.com. Also, we're available on a lot more platforms now. Visit our Anchor page to see just where you can listen to us. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope y'all have a great day.